0: Hell yeah. No, it's um it's nice to be back. Like it's nice to be back around. Um
1: Yeah. After a little uh little break, little hiatus there.
0: Well yeah, I mean now that everything's said and done, I guess I can uh, can say that my, my antifo reserve unit got called up to Kenosha. Um Oh no. So that that's where I was during the entire Rittenhouse trial. I was <laughs> posted up with you know what I'm saying? I had my I uh, had a, a slingshot full of Campbell's soup ready to defend my family, but then uh,
1: Yeah, I was gonna say they called you up there to act in self-defense if necessary.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. It's like my army reserve, unit, except that you know the George Soros gave me the give me that chirp on my oh, Soros yeah. on my Soros mobile. I, Soros bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you
1: refilled your Soros card.
0: Uh yeah, yeah. The um well the money it's a whole thing, you know how it is. But like Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I would just post it up outside the auto zone wearing all black with my umbrella ready to bust some windows if I had to stand my ground. Um, right,
1: yeah. I think it's a different card. It, they give a different card to the white Antifa super soldiers than they do to the brown and black people that they're trying to get the flood country to, you know, sway the vote to Democrat. They give us different cards.
0: Wait, how do you know about that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. I mean, I'm going to be real. I like. I followed, like, uh, the Rittenhouse stuff because I'm alive in this country right now. But, like, it... Right. Dude, it was one of those fucking things where I feel like if you have, like, the slightest grasp of American history or, like, our judicial system, like, this outcome should not have been at all, like, surprising. You know what I mean?
1: <clears throat> yeah. I, uh... I... I uh, have the same sentiment, but I happen to be, uh, it happened to be my foray into the Twitch political debate,
0: uh, arena. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I watched the, I watched your round tables. I watched some of them. It was cool. You did a good job. Where, yeah. Cause I was
1: going to say like the amount of brain damage that I've been exposed to over the last two weeks since doing is, is honestly been taking a little bit of a toll on.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why I made like kind of a conscious effort to like not like avoid everything i wanted to know like the broad strokes and i was reading like some some people's like analysis of shit but i like i'm I'm not gonna lie i tried to listen to some of like the actual coverage and then immediately was just like this is fucking whack yeah and then because you
1: you know you're listening to her for no reason because you already know what's gonna
0: Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, the white kid's going to be okay. Like, let's be real. Yes.
1: The, the white kid with the Proud Boys is, is not
0: going to get any trouble. Yeah the, 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 yeah, the white ethno state is not going to punish one of their own. I mean, you know, and I have, like, some, some takes that aren't that hot of, like, the trial and all that stuff, but I feel like... I'm kind of glad that we took a little time off during the the written house craziness because like every single fucking podcast and every single fucking news thing like all they fucking wanted to do was talk about fucking written houses with beating the fucking death
1: it really has it was a lol cow that got milked completely dry and then they hired a necromancer to resuscitate the corpse so they could continue milking it
0: exactly no i mean that's really what it is and like I mean, the whole thing, like, from front to back has been really nothing more than, like, a media circus and, like, just a wet dream for, like, the news cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... This is, like, what they wanted the January 6th stuff to be where it's just, like, don't milk this shit forever and it's never going to go away. You know? And and it, like, I don't know. Like, this shit, like, it's kind of again like it, it's pretty boring honestly like I don't I haven't really heard anyone's like take or analysis of the situation that like brought to light any new points of view you know what I mean yeah. it's just like you're either gonna be an edge lord or like a simp or you're gonna be like big mad or you're gonna yeah. look at it <clears throat> from like an actual like academic and, and quasi intelligentsia perspective and be like yeah what the fuck did you expect
1: right like that's pretty much the vibe is like all of the real leftists and like you know actual like like black people and shit to quote Feet the Signifier one of my favorite YouTube videos, it's Tuesday you know what I mean none
0: of us gave a fuck yeah exactly I still you know gotta I mean? go to work in the morning
1: right and um, the other takes I've like the most brain dead take I've seen is like all these like uh, baby leftists and like woke liberals who are like just subling into Think is leftism, but they're still drinking that like right wing Kool Aid that is like the default position of American society. So you have these like self proclaimed like sock dems and socialists and shit that are out there literally defending Kyle Rittenhouse because they have no fucking clue that they're literally like quarterbacking their own political assassination in the future.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but that's also like a thing where I can't imagine like becoming like turned on to politics like having this be like your moment where you're in your fucking like 20s and mid 30s and now you're deciding to like hey what is the dsa you know what i mean like i'm gonna start following yeah, that's weird. fucking uh certain people on twitter and youtube like y- y- this is a very weird time to do it and like i don't know you're like you're weird like soft brain hot takes on like trying to be edgy because you like you know what I mean? You saw, like, a cool right. fucking meme of, like, Sankara. Like, it's really gonna... It's not gonna look good It's at all. not even
1: that. It's people who they've... They want to still ride the wave of, like, last summer.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the, the Bernie crap wave?
1: Yeah. It's all the people who fucking came out yeah. so they could have profile pictures and shit of them in, like, their million-man March shit and then dipped as soon as the fucking cops mm-hmm. brought the riot gear out at 8 yeah. p.m. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. And now they, it was very easy for them to like, that was like the most low effort, like, easiest fucking virtue signal. You know what I mean? And you can't do that anymore. Like, they're trying to bring that shit back. But
0: I feel like we're, we're like kind of on like a really big, like, like the eve of like a big virtue signaling event, obviously, because like Thanksgiving is in a couple days. And and so I feel like all these people, like their mouths are just watering, not only for their, uh, you know, to to tell their parents that they're vegan now, so they can't eat turkey and how dare they not have (laughs) tofu? but also like, you know, now they're going to like, you know, get into like a very one-sided, like I know seven big words, like yelling match with their like cop uncle about like second amendment because they like don't understand like no one at that table, including the baby leftist understands the second amendment. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of, like, I'm gearing up for all of those posts over the weekend. I'm just... I'm just,
1: especially now that, like, with the uh, the Grammys or whatever, it's... I Like, I said this about uh, Chappelle, like, in the immediate aftermath of the close or whatever, but, like we're going to have a bunch of people whose takes when all that was popping off and this is like the live laugh love trad lives you know what i mean with like oh you he's mean just, oh, he's pure some, angels <laughs> it's like he's opening a conversation and that's beautiful i think that's genius the fact that we're even having this conversation
0: and i'm like you think as it's a genius? mother as a mother i think it's important like those conversations
1: oh yeah and it's like, you think this dude is smart because he's going to have your fucking baby leftist nephew fucking quoting bell hooks mm-hmm. at your geriatric uncle who literally thinks that black people are not human. That they're just like muscle on their ankle and shit. They're going to be screaming at each other thing over Thanksgiving because Dave Chappelle won a Grammy saying that trans people are just dudes in dresses. You think that that's a You know what I mean? It's
0: thought-provoking. Right, yeah, (laughs) thought-provoking. It's fucking stupid. I'm just excited to roll up to Thanksgiving and just be stoned as fuck. Just be like, we're the Bolsheviks. Oh, no. No one should ever fuck with farmers.
1: I read this crazy article about how AI is, like, learning how to be racist. It's rock and roll, bitch it's pretty absurd thinking about it now all right we're done i'm ending it i'm ending it we're done, we're done. complete nonsense, complete
0: nonsense. Andrew, please delete that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that is one cool thing that's been popping like it was mad funny i don't know if you if you saw this it was fucking long so i wouldn't be surprised
0: if you didn't but um i dipped in and out of your shit i'm not gonna lie
1: when we did closing statements, I was, uh, you know, doing all my plugs and I was like, yeah, I am uh, i co-host the Bolsheviks podcast. Somebody came in my shit and was like, I, I heard the word Bolsheviks and immediately need, I knew that I needed to follow you.
0: <laughs> That's funny. That's very funny. Hell yeah. And
1: last Sunday when I was talking about, um, I described myself as a drug war veteran and we were talking about like proletariat and shit. And he was like, dude, you're so fucking based, and immediately sent me $40 and followed me.
0: Whoa. That's fucking that's- tight. <laughs> yeah.
1: Th- that's the one cool thing that's been happening is like the aftermath of that is I got exposed to all of these other lefties that like congregated to me. And apparently I have this like depth of knowledge, especially when it comes to American history and like you know transatlantic slave trade and um the prison industrial complex and slavery in america and jim crow and the black codes and all that shit yeah um because i have an actual well to draw from in the form of my grandmother i can literally just hit her up and ask her shit if i don't have the means to research that shit myself like they're all like we have no idea about any of that shit please tell us and it's been mad wild because it's like yeah, it's like all these white these white kid lefties that like just don't have that um that knowledge. They're looking for that from me, which is a weird place to be in.
0: Yeah, just make sure you don't turn into like the token black guy at like at the cool progressive right. party. You know what I mean?
1: I had to make sure that that wasn't it because there's this other dude, mayor. Shout out to mayor, who's this uh uh, and it was funny because it was like okay, I like the vibe that I got was like cool. Another black dude is in here now and we just kind of vibed but he's this jamaican dude that's been living in canada and he was complaining about how he's losing his accent
0: from from being around the canadian whites for so long that's so fucking funny and, that honestly is very and, fucking funny
1: yeah and we were just rapping and geeking about that he was the only other person that knew about the uh, american colonization society so um we rapped about that for a minute it was just fucking explain what the american
0: colonization a- society is for people who might not know
1: so um the conventional wisdom about uh the civil war and like the peribelum america is that there were two camps the abolitionists and the slavers and that's not true you had three camps you had the slavers for sure but then you actually had um the subdivision two subdivisions of abolitionists you had abolitionists that were like the black people should be free, and they should have their own autonomy because they're people like just like us. And then you have the other camp, the American Colonization Society camp, which included people like Abraham Lincoln, that said, you know, they were the the OG ethnostaters. They were like, America is for white people. All my even if it's people cleaning toilets, that should be done by white people. Get these black people to fuck out of here. So they wanted to pack us all up on a boat, send us back to Africa, and they tried it. it failed miserably and there's you know reverberations of that in liberia still to this day but yeah that's basically what they did
0: yep that's a whole that that's a very fun conversation to have also is like talking about how like abraham lincoln actually wasn't that cool Yo but, but Abraham
1: Lincoln was a racist piece of shit. But it's so <laughs> it
0: it really is so much fun to like have that and not even be like super edgy about it. And you know cuz he's the great emancipator and he's every like right. libs like what dream president? Like it's you know and then like if you actually read <clears> like and
1: I that's that's how I uno reverse republicans. They're like you know Abraham Lincoln was a Republican and I'm like yeah, he is a racist piece of shit too. You want some quotes?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about like his reluctancy to, like, enact the Emancipation Proclamation and, like, all of his, like, very well-documented, like, stances on it. You want to do that one?
1: Right. The reparations that he paid to the slave owners and not any of the slaves.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it it, it wasn't, like, that cool of an act. It just got super, like, lib-washed over time to be like, look, man, like, this guy fucking rocked. He's a great emancipator when really he was just, like, an opportunist, like, piece of shit, like, politician guy. It would...
1: It would literally be the equivalent in modern times of like when Nike did that fucking Colin Kaepernick run that's literally what it was
0: it really is i mean it's it, it it's very very like analogous to like Obama like originally being like ooh, gay marriage is kind of icky, and then like reading the room and then towards the end of his like quote political career like at like holding active office being like oh people want gay marriage to be a thing now so I'm gonna do that and I'm just gonna do like right. one or two like speeches about how like how hard I'm gonna ride for this and how like this is the right thing to do like in reality like these people don't fucking care you know like, and he, like they don't care and they're just doing it for political points like for their larger movement or like their you know like the party in air quotes or their homies or whatever the fuck you know what I mean
1: yeah and, for sure
0: and that that's that's a very fun that's a very fun thing to bring up at a Thanksgiving too you know just like just, I, I hope that everyone who is going home for Thanksgiving, I, mean, I have a lot of hopes for what you're doing over Thanksgiving, but like, I hope that like you can bring some like, a, just bring a couple hot takes, like not really like not to burn <laughs> like, I mean, burn your conservative family members because they deserve it. But also if you have like a college freshman in your family who's like wants to talk about how fucking smart they are about a bunch of shit, just like in between like mouthfuls of like cranberry sauce or like stuffing, just be like, uh, Abraham Lincoln was a racist and then just go yeah. back to, you know what I mean?
1: Any, any like first or second year pole side majors in your family, hit them with some hot takes in between mouthfuls and between
0: bites. But just them. But just yeah, them. Yeah, only them.
1: Only them. Yeah.
0: Just make them rage quit dinner and then just go like post <laughs> on their like weird like fucking Reddit forums about how like, oh God. I'm really, I'm looking forward to like seeing all the post Thanksgiving posts. Are you doing anything for, for Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, We're doing Mary Rose's house. Um, oh, fuck yeah. I don't. I don't know if it's gonna be a, a big thing, but uh, seeing as how I already, <clears throat> already got sick from the last thing we went to. I don't think she's gonna. Wanna, she's to do that.
0: Yeah, from from <laughs> my friends giving two weeks ago, which is fucked up because like we got. I was
1: trying to put you out there, but
0: nah, man, it ain't my fault. I'm not the fucking <laughs> plague ship that rolled through true true like i don't understand and i'll i'm not gonna put them on fucking blast but like yeah i had a fucking i had a friendsgiving party and i thought that everybody who like we invited was like you know fucking chill ass adults that shit. who like knew what the fuck was up and then someone showed up to the party who was sick and like i guess didn't tell anybody and so then like a couple days later like me and my partner started getting sick and then like The homies who we were hanging out with, like, on Monday, like, a couple days after the party, they got sick, too. And so, like, last week, we spent the whole week, like, fucking laid up, right? Yeah. And then, like, met up with some of the other homies, like, later on. And my partner was like, oh, like, blah, 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 like, posted something on Facebook the other day about, like, being able to take off work even though they're sick. And they posted this, like, I guess the day after they come to my house. And so then we just, like, traced it back to them. And it was just, like, wild. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, you're a grown-ass adult. Like, why the fuck would you roll up to, like, a fucking Friendsgiving if you, even if you have the sniffles, let alone if you said you've already been to the doctor and you, like, feel like shit?
1: Nah, hey, you know, you know my take. It wasn't enough for them to fucking blow my eardrums out at 5 a.m. every night man, and blow my immune system out, too. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, it's it's... <laughs> It's fucking ridiculous. It's 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 so dumb. Like I'm very very annoyed and like I yeah. It's it's been a whole thing. I would
1: be if if I wasn't like so this was like a perfect intersection for me cuz I've been like straight up looking for reasons to just like call out of work for several days in a row for the past like 2 weeks yeah. now. Yeah, no, that's true. And um yeah, I started getting the sniffles on Friday and i played it up big i was like yeah i think i'm getting sick all at work like graveling my voice and shit like
0: yeah oh you're really you're really you're making ready for I your close it. up yeah. mr deville yeah yeah you might yeah, as well i
1: sold it and um yeah yesterday morning i was like nah <clears throat> i didn't stream or i and in fairness i was pretty sick like i didn't stream yesterday just because my my voice my throat was so fucked up i i wouldn't have been able to to stand doing that for several hours but
0: but that's the thing like i didn't get it that bad like everyone else that i talked to like got it pretty fucking bad but i like kept on going to work because i get like like seasonal like bronchial you know like kind of shit going on oh word yeah so i'm just kind of used to like one time around thanksgiving and one time around easter i just like get sick and
1: same i was used to that from school but like um disco like i'm gucci like i like was up and walking around and shit like i didn't get like rocked like bodily like that but my throat was definitely fucked up and i got that shit where it's like my nose like no matter what i did my nose would not stop running i was just blowing snot rockets on the dock
0: Mm -hmm. every five minutes that's yep that's what everybody had i don't know my only like i can feel that shit coming like two days in advance kind of and so that like,
1: pressure that nasal pressure as
0: soon as i get that tickle and that fucking pressure i just start chugging fucking tussin <laughs> like i'm from houston like it just straight up is just like i'm yeah i
1: think that's why i didn't get it as bad too because i fuck with the airborne as soon as i get that feeling too oh I'm yeah like, Uh
0: oh nope i'm not i'm not i'm too old for that shit i'm not doing that like being sick for a week and a half thing and also like with my job yeah, like i feel like if i if i was to like call out then it would cause just like covid panic and like I knew I didn't have it because I could still taste and smell things. You know what I'm saying? And then like,
1: I got anti vaxxers in the, in the office at work. I love causing COVID panics there because those motherfuckers need to get their fucking shot.
0: Oh well, in that case, you should just be just have the constant sniffle. <clears throat> yeah, just I uh yeah
1: I low key was like I I may have played that up too my unsureness of whether or not it was actually COVID just just to to salt that wound too
0: because um, oh i would put the fear of god in a christian anti-vaxxer that sounds like fun that sounds like a good holiday a activity
1: yeah it was already a thing because um i don't know if you remember so i went to ren's wake i don't know if you knew ren and um somebody there gave a bunch of people there a delta
0: i heard about this i didn't go i don't i didn't really know that person but i definitely remember hearing about like Delta happening from that.
1: So, um, yeah, that person gave a, a bunch of people Delta, including Ray, and that person shook my hand too. So I would, so, lose, my, I would like,
0: lose my fucking mind.
1: Yeah, I freaked the fuck out. So like two days later, I I didn't know that at the time. So like two days later, Ray is in the you know in the group chat like, fuck, I got Delta because he got the Johnson and Johnson shot, so he was fucked no matter what.
0: That's what I got sheesh rest in peace hey but fucking yeah, take um, me i got loans you ain't never gonna get the money from him. i don't give a shit i'm
1: i'm, I'm just gonna, gonna cut in I line get, i can get my booster in a week because i got my second pfizer june 30th but but yeah fucking i think um, we're getting
0: our boosters yeah we're getting our boosters like next next week so we didn't want to get in case you do get fucked up like sick wise we weren't trying to get fucked up for like
1: oh and yeah because you're not supposed to get it if you
0: yeah yeah we're not trying to get it because like i don't want to be like sick Like, during fucking Thanksgiving and shit. And then, like, my partner got work and all that bullshit. So, it's like, we're gonna get together. So, like, then, if we do get fucked up, we can just, like, lay up at the house.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to get that shit and be laid up and away from work.
0: (laughs) Yeah, honestly. Like, it would be fucking nice to to take some time off.
1: Yeah, they were fucking, uh, I I legit dipped out, like, I was looking at the group chat. It was, like, two three hours into my shift when Ray was like, yo, I got COVID. And, um. I dipped. I was like, the person that gave him, he literally just tested positive for Delta. And the person that gave him Delta shook my hand five minutes before him. So I should probably get the fuck up out of here. And um, when I i went and got a rapid test, went home, did all that. My test came back negative. So I went back to work and they were masked up in there from that point on. It was fucking hilarious.
0: Good. They fucking they should were be. Big masked up in How there. How hard was it for you to get your fucking test? not hard like um
1: there was a urgent care near nearby like near the mall near Ronald mills i just went there and um were
0: you like in and out because like my boy yeah my boy because i have health
1: insurance too
0: yeah you don't need to fucking brag mr rockefeller but like (laughs) like because my my boy had a scare like with his girlfriend and you know and i guess like she kind of overreacts on some shit and i'm not trying to be like an asshole but like he he was saying, like, she could still taste and smell, but she just, like, got the sniffles and was like, it's COVID, I'm dying. Like, that that vibe, which is, like, a real oh, thing yeah. and is fucking annoying as shit. And so I guess, like, homegirl went to the fucking urgent care or whatever, like, the minute clinic and was waiting for, like, three fucking hours and was, like, all pissed off and shit. And I was like, dude, I don't, I mean, fucking leave. Like, I don't know why the fuck you want to sit there for three fucking hours. Like, I don't know. But like I, I was listening to the fucking news and they're talking about like the shortage of tests and how like I guess now like this week like because we're recording this on the 23rd so it's like a little bit before Thanksgiving like Word. everyone is like scrambling to get tests before they go home because they don't want to infect fucking me and peepaw, which is the right thing to do but like right. but since like the supply chain is fucked up and I'm not talking about like the international supply chain I'm just talking about like in general like you know like, Oh
1: yeah, America's supply chain is fucked. Trust me, I know. Yeah, I work in logistics
0: ex- exactly. But like even before all this shit, just like the way that we produce goods and especially like distribute goods, like it it was never supposed to be easy to get any type of like preventative medical supply. That's just like how our country works as like a for profit right. like medical state. Like people talk about yeah. like the military industrial complex, but not really the pharmaceutical industrial complex as much as they should. Facts, which is like Fact. fucking asinine no and printer. kind of mind boggling. And now we're kind of seeing the tears in fabric of society like and through that lens or whatever but like thinking about like having to go home right because like you know not to put my shit out there too hard but like my grandma just moved in with my mom my mom wants me to come home like you know my grandma's really fucking old this might be one of if not the last holiday you know what i mean like that's the vibe yeah i know that feel you know what i mean and everybody knows that feeling eventually right like either you have or you will and um, maybe some of you are doing that right now listeners but like you know what i mean And like. So, like, I'm not, like, anxious to do that shit, but, like, I just got sick last week. I had to let everybody know, like, kind of, like, out of a courtesy, you know, and they're not real big, like, covid strict people you know so they're like do you think you have covid and i was like no and they're like well then you're cool don't worry about it and i'm like yeah that's not how like my anxiety works that's not how like i yeah. work like <laughs> you know what i mean like y'all can't right. be this lax like i get that you're lax because it's me but i'm worried that you're lax like with everyone and we know a lot of people who will lie about their symptoms oh fuck because yeah. they want to come over for that fucking ham you know what i'm saying yeah but like that's big facts it is and it's fucking gross and that's why this is why, like, we need to have, like, lockdowns because I mean, the American honor system doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Like, compassionate capitalism doesn't exist. Like, the honor code in America does not exist.
1: Having lived next to a state park that runs off of an honor system when the, um, the little fucking ranger isn't in there to take your $2 when you pull up in there and seeing what it looks like when he's not in there. <laughs> yeah, I- I've known for a long time the honor system don't work.
0: That was the only go- that was the only government job as a kid that I ever really wanted, and then when I got out of like high school and even in college, like that was the one thing where I was like, "Damn, my life is my future is looking kind of fucking bleak," and I wasn't going to join the military, but I was like, "Damn, I could do the park service. I think that might be kind of chill."
1: One of the last times I went to the park, I was like, "Damn, yo, I wonder," because <laughs> it was honor system, so I was, uh, you know, I was pulling through. I was like, I wonder, looking at the little box, like, damn, yo, I wonder how many little empty-ass envelopes are in there.
0: The whole I put way. Empty,
1: as I put my empty-ass envelope in
0: there. <laughs> Dude, like, I got, like, the, the fucking, like, I got scared straight with that shit, the fucking, the faking the envelope thing. When I was in college, like, my girlfriend at the time, we would go on all these, like, road trips, and she was from California, and I, mean, I obviously I went to school up in Washington, and so we'd do all these, like, greater West Coast, like, trips and shit when we were driving around. And she was, like, kind of outdoorsy, so we would never get fucking hotels. So, like, if we were going, like, from LA to, like, Vegas, which we did, you know, like, we wouldn't, we would take our fucking time, and then we would, like, camp out, like, on the way and all that bullshit. Oh, wow. It was tight. Like, it, it was
1: it was fun. That sounds chill, but definitely could potential for wild shit to happen.
0: Oh, I mean, we were on, like, so many drugs. <laughs> like, it was, it was very wild. In general, but like, we would fucking roll up to a campsite, and then I would be like, yo, I don't want anyone to fuck with us, insurance policy, whatever the fuck, it's $12, put $12 on the fucking thing, let's do it. And then she'd be like, nah, fuck it, they never check. And she was right every time, except for the one time when they did fucking check, and we were high as fuck in the back of the car, like car camping style, like laid the seats down and shit. And so we like had everything out, like all the paraphernalia, everything out. And we're just like posted up asleep and then just cop knock on the window. Pop, 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 pop. And of course, like I wake up out of a dead sleep. And I was like, fuck. I'm about to get fucking arrested in fucking Utah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like fuck. They're yeah, gonna fuck. they're going like the fucking like the Mormon cops are gonna come here and just throw me in the back of a fucking truck. And it was just but it was just like some old dude who was like, Hey, um, it looks like you guys pulled up really late. I don't know if you saw the sign, but you have to pay and you didn't pay, so um do you have the money and of course like and we were like yeah we do it's sorry guy and then she was like oh that was close and then just like rolled over back to bed and i was so fucking salty just laid there with my arms crossed being like i fucking told you like my heart rate's so <laughs> fucked up right now <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then like i don't even fuck with that shit and also like like honestly if i'm going to have to pay some like arbitrary like federal government fee i'd rather it be for the fucking parks department than like you know any other branch of the government, and that's not me like simping hard for like Leslie Nope and like Parks and Rec and shit, but like that's like the only branch of like the government that really that like you kind of like deal with face to face that really like mm-hmm. is worth a fuck. Like my
1: Parks take on that rocks. shit is that it's fucking that shit's goofy because first of all, we pay taxes for that shit. That's why the fuck. That's what the fuck. Uh, uh, what's his name? Roosevelt did that shit for in the first place. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Enjoy that shit whenever we wanted um and the the shit that they so one of the things that they did this is why you know shout out to steve jones this is why we do one of the things that we do in that area now is because they'll do goofy shit like okay we had all these trash cans around the 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 uh shelter areas and shit but people were complaining about bees so we just reduced the numbers of trash cans
0: that's so fucking dumb um,
1: yeah, obviously that's just going to make people throw fucking trash everywhere, so that's why would, niggas go out there and fucking, you know, picking up trash and stuff, doing, I, I, that's what's so goofy, it's like, I pay taxes for the shit to be clean, it's not clean, I come here and clean it up, and now you want me to pay you two dollars just to get in here so I can come in here and clean it up, like. No, we're not doing that.
0: I agree with we're that frustration that. 100%, but I would not put that frustration at all on like the parks people or the parks department. Oh, absolutely not. I mean that that that's all like tax allocation and like I mean all of our fucking money goes to the fucking like like the military industrial complex. Like it mm, all goes to fucking to the army and, like weapons manufacturing. So like if we could have like a, an equitable division of taxes that would go towards like domestic products like maintaining the fucking right. parks, then you wouldn't have to fucking pay $15 to park at Mount Rushmore which is also very disappointing. I do not recommend going yeah, there. Yeah, that's wild. That's fucking crazy as hell.
1: Like I like, blame, I don't know who to blame for it. I choose to blame Larry Hogan for all that shit because he's a bitch-ass nigga.
0: I mean, he really is. We can talk <laughs> about, I want to talk about him uh, in, a, in a little bit too because there's like fucking Larry Hogan, Marilyn Mosby beef happening right now. Ooh. Oh, dude, it's popping the fuck off. We'll
1: it, just throw a, key, a free Keith
0: Davis Jr. out there real quick. Man. Oh, 100% Keith. Do you follow the, the Instagram and shit?
1: yeah all that shit that that was another thing i was proud of. i was i'm happy i was able to do in my last uh in my last panel i got to throw a free keith davis jr
0: out there. oh you did fuck yeah yeah you want to explain fuck it let's take some time and explain what the fuck the keith davis jr bullshit is because i was going to bring this up before you even came on the show and then it like never really manifested and then we've kind of been chilling on the, not, yeah not really talking about anything serious on the show for a minute but now that we're getting back in the saddle um yeah so do you want to kind of like because i think you might know a little more about it than i do i know i just know like the surface stuff like i follow the instagram page Mm -hmm. i like i read about it a couple times and i was like real like fucking stoned
1: yeah that's that's about the same thing i know this is gonna be a spicy pod this is a spicy one but um basically what happened
0: was play this um, at thanksgiving with all your family (laughs) hey what's up mom you're probably racist hey what's up dad you're probably racist too your kids are cool though you should give him more money. <laughs> you should give him money for our Patreon. It's only five dollars a month to get an extra episode every, every week.
1: Sub, <laughs> Grandpa. I don't call you. I don't visit you because you're a racist piece of shit. Thanks for allowing me to come into your home and eat. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> so your kids are uh, all smoking weed in the was, garage. <laughs> I guess um, there was a robbery. Of I don't know what exactly it was of I don't think it was a bank robbery I think it was just like a, a corner store or something got robbed Keith Davis Jr. was walking on the sidewalk as one might do in the neighborhood that they live in excuse me and um he just sees people running
0: now, so it was at the Maryland Jockey Club it was a security guard okay I just pulled up a, a an article f- from WJZ
1: bet and now some of you have might you might have watched some chris rock specials or some other stuff like that so you might know if you don't know when black people see people running we just run in the same direction no questions asked. it doesn't matter what the fuck is happening
0: Uh uh-oh all right hell yeah so yeah so just keep on going with the keith shit all
1: right so keith davis jr um he was where uh where'd you say he was again at the the
0: so according to this WJZ article, I'll read just like the first little bit of it. Uh, Keith, Keith Davis Jr. is a suspect in the June 2015 murder of Maryland Jockey Club security guard Kevin Jones. Jones was shot 11 times and killed. Davis, who is about to be tried for the fifth time in Jones's murder, maintains his innocence in the case. Uh, before his arrest, Davis was shot by city police officers as they investigated an attempted robbery. He was hospitalized. He was found not guilty in the armed robbery, but later police charged him with Jones's murder, and that's where all the like, all the shit started popping off, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And of course, because it's from like a mainstream media source is gonna make all that shit sound like it's unrelated. But essentially, what happened was, um, there was uh, an attempted robbery or robbery or something. Um, Keith Davis Jr. saw other people running and decided to also run and uh took shelter in this garage i guess ducked into a nearby garage or something cuz he yeah. just heard someone yelling gun or heard people yelling gun or whatever and the police officers then fired into this garage uh they they like all mag dumped i think it's they they fired like 40 something rounds
0: And out of those, yeah, they emptied their clips into that fucking garage.
1: Yeah. And out out of those 40, they only hit him 11 times. One time in the face or in the neck or something. It was crazy as hell. It was the fact that he even lived through that is crazy. But because the police can't admit that they fucked up, they tried to stick him with that shit. It didn't stick. Um, They tried to charge him with Kevin Jones' murder even though the a a, t, a detail that's missing in that is that Kevin Jones was actually the plug. You know I'm saying he was moving a little bit of weight in these streets and that's what got him dealt with. They manufactured DNA yeah. evidence, they manufactured ballistic evidence, and by they I mean Baltimore Police Department. Um they found out that the forensic officers who were supposed to be overseeing this shit were like brand new as in they'd only been in whatever training program they're supposed to have been in for like a week so they were like woefully undertrained and from start to finish it's like fractally fucked up no matter what area of it you zoom into it's as fucked up as anything you can imagine
0: Oh no! Exactly. This is this is a perfect example of like the broken legal system oh, in general. Yeah. Like we're living in a wonderful time where we can examine this, but also just like how fucked things are in Maryland and specifically in Baltimore.
1: Oh, ex- exactly, absolutely.
0: Like everything about this case is like just a glaring example of how fucked up this shit is. Because he was fuck. He's been tried six for times. Jones's murder four fucking times.
1: Well, he was tried just for is that it more six four now times. He's in total, because he wasn't tried for that murder until, like, the third or fourth trial, but he's been tried in total, I think. Uh, he's coming up on his sixth trial. Because
0: yeah. I know, because it says it. what, he, he they had, two of them had a hung jury, one of them was overturned, and then he was convicted again, and then now he's fucking, and there's, like, another thing where he's being charged for like stabbing someone while he was locked up and shit yeah
1: his next case is in may of next year i think it's pretty crazy
0: it's fucking wild like
1: maryland has um just uh real quick i because i've said this on like on panels and shit and everybody's all like whoa what the fuck but maryland actually has the highest uh rate of incarcerated uh black men young black men in the entire country
0: per capita or just like In general
1: like out of all the states in the country it's got the highest amount of locked up black male youth
0: that makes sense i mean a huge part of our fucking economy is you know prisons like
1: well maryland maryland's economy specifically too because they were one of the last slave states
0: well exactly i mean there's that little fun tidbit about you know about our wonderful state but also like especially back home i don't know if we've talked about this before but like if you were, like, a dude who really wasn't, quote, going anywhere from, like, Washington County, like, like, there's a 30% chance you were going to work for fucking MCI DSRAL. or MCTC. Yeah. yeah, like, all, like, uh, most of my dad's friends, like, somehow work, like, for the prison and shit. And it's just, like, it's such a big fucking part of, like, culture, especially in Western Maryland, like, because there's, like, shit in Cumberland, there's shit around Hagerstown. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. There's,
1: there's, there's so enough. many There's towns like prisons. that all around the world, all around the country. I was gonna say all around the oh, world, yeah. and then I remembered that you know
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean there there isn't. Have you seen the um that one article that was going around where it was like talking about um the Danish prisons and shit and how they're like they look like fucking like the most expensive like rehab resorts for celebrities and like I, in California? I
1: didn't see that, but I did get into a conversation recently because the the dude that donated me forty dollars is that was the reason he sent me that and what he actually calls in like every stream almost every stream i do to rap for a minute is because he's like my take on like the jail shit and talking about abolition and all that shit is like there's not apparently not too many people on that wave where it's like uh when we got there talking about kyle rittenhouse too because it's like do i think he should go to jail for life absolutely fucking not
0: but your
1: brain no because
0: you, no one should be in fucking jail right exactly
1: because jail as we know it just should not fucking exist and that's no, just like, that's
0: that is the best way to break someone like in oh, a yeah. not cool way i was you know? just like, about to say that like, people get blinded by get ideology yeah that's how you can guarantee that you i mean that basically is like planned, like recetivism or whatever it's like that's how you guarantee that these people will continue to act In whatever way you deem to be detrimental because they are literally throwaway humans and they're locked in fucking cages like rabid dogs. And also they're only socializing with people who also have similar issues or have done similar things. Right. And like you're not. And that's like the thing that like is so mind boggling when you talk about like abolition and you talk about like police reform or whatever kind of flowery language you want to do because people are afraid of abolition. Right. But, you know, like. the whole point is to take the funding for the police state and use it towards preventative measures, in order to actually attach its attach those resources to uh, addressing the root causes of crime in America, which has been for decades poverty very easily documented. Right? Yeah, poverty, like the the drugs, poverty, just like and ed- education stuff like just literally just material
1: stuff. conditions like just straight up materialism like poverty but that would include like lead poisoning and and all that shit
0: mhm yeah and it's 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 you know and it it is it's awesome like if you do get into you know uh marxism and if you do start studying like dialectical materialism and stuff and like you start to understand like how our social life how everything that has to do with like being a human like from a social aspect like it all comes back to like our relation to things and how like those become social relations between objects and between people and that's the basis for most of our lives yeah is our reaction to things and shit around us like when you eliminate like the need for like the basic amenities and like the things that literally you know can keep you alive like food and water and oxygen like when you start to examine, like, the social conditions that people have, like, you're really just examining the material conditions. Like, they're one and the same.
1: And I feel like that's where ANCAPs get it fucked up, too. Because it's like, you have to spend forever... Exp-
0: ANCAPs get fucked up whenever they fucking talk. True. Those stu- motherfuckers are stupid as shit.
1: But you gotta, expl- you gotta spend so long explaining to them that there is no fucking tabula rasa. And that literally everyone born on this fucking planet is... You got a roll. You might have a god tier role or you might have a fucking shitty spawn point. You got to hope RNGs blesses you. And it doesn't have to be like that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And, But you're never going to be able to get that through some dumb fedora wearing motherfucker right. who literally thinks that anarcho capitalism is the way to get out of right. poverty.
1: This motherfucker do- can't but, uh, even afford teeth, but he thinks that if cap, shit happened that he would suddenly become a factory worker or a factory owner overnight.
0: Yeah, no, if 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 the market was completely unregulated then like we wouldn't have to, you know, uh deal with all these like safety precautions that we never have to deal with anyway. And you know what I mean? Like yeah, it just abolish becomes minimum wage. Yeah. Exacerbate and we poverty. always use like Exactly. You know, we, we always use these like very funny like examples of like the child soldiers, you know, cuz that is like a part of of ancap shit. Like you get to that very quickly, but like in all honesty, like, if you really want to, like, examine ANCAP philosophy, which, like, you sh- as, you know, if you're going to, if you want to be politically minded, if you want to be, like, able to debate other ideologies, you need to have, like, at least, like, a tepid understanding of what they represent. ANCAP is very fun because you're going to read it the whole time and be like, do people, mo- like, really fucking think that this is, like, right. a legitimate alternative or, like, a legitimate fucking avenue towards, like, anything that isn't, like, very weird, like, robber baron-esque, like, social conditions where, like, one dude is just, like, fucking, you know, Doug Dimadom, owner of the Dimmsdale Dimadom, and then the rest (laughs) of us are just, like, weird, like, peons who just kind of, like, hang out the whole, like, I don't understand. Right. It all really comes back to, like, main character syndrome where, like, anybody who, like, really, like, exists in a space where they legitimately think that, like, these like capitalist leaning like right wing leaning like cause let's be very honest like even if you want to say you're a fucking libertarian or whatever that's just like soft right wing but like all these people think that th- that they're going to be the benefactor of these um, unfair social and economic uh, you know dynamics like that, that really is what it is like as much as they want to be like try to add like some sort of like intellectual like tilt to it as much right. as they want to like try and uh, pull up some like historical precedent or like make these fucking straw men or these boogeymen like at the end of the day they want there to be rich people because they think that they're going to somehow be the rich people and they want to have the cool life and live on a yacht
1: yeah while well, everybody else you know loses uh three fingers working in the the iphone factory
0: yeah exactly it, it's it's just you're, you're literally just like slicing your palm open every day, shucking the oysters that they eat like it's it's really fucking gross. Like having to talk to people who whose politics are that self-centered or who are just like that detached from reality, like going back to some of the like the Rittenhouse stuff, like the people who are like defending Rittenhouse from like the left or the right. Like, first of all, it's like real cringe to have like a really intense opinion about like an 18 year old's life. Facts. Just gonna say it. Facts. Like, don't you have a Big fucking facts. job, my G? No printer. Like, I'm just saying, like, touch if grass. You're gonna really like, touch grass. Honestly, like, kiss somebody. Like, smoke a fucking <laughs> joint. <laughs> like, do right. something. Like, go, like, eat food. <laughs> like, literally, just go take a shower and think. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous how many fucking people have so much to say about some like stupid. 18 year old or 17 year old at the time, even like, you know, and we can, I'm not trying to like, you know, pump out these fucking hot takes. Like I'm in an unregulated fucking chocolate factory in my libertarian utopia, (laughs) but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, honestly, like it comes down to a fucking stupid kid who has very irresponsible parents. And they are the ones who should be on trial. Let's be very fucking clear about that. His fucking mom is the one who should be legitimately in the news. Because he was a fucking minor with a firearm, and we can talk about all this like, well, technically in this county where they were living in, if he was 17, and blah blah blah, and then, but still, you're you're crossing state lines with right. a fucking with a with a firearm, you know? I, I assault it, rifle is a loaded term, but
1: uh, yeah, I said in my TikTok, yo, know, if I found out about no matter where it was, what the circumstances were, if I found out about a fucking Klan rally 20 minutes away, and I decided to throw on my Antifa Super Soldier T-shirt and go out there with my AR, and they started whipping my ass, and I shot three of them and killed two of them. Like, if I even made it to my day in court, I would definitely go to jail. Assuming I even made it past the police. <laughs> <I>
0: mean, <laughs> exactly.
1: I'm, I'm, imagine me at a riot with an AR-15 hanging off of me, my hands up, like, I just killed two people. I just killed people. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> National hero.
0: But even... Dude, yeah, but even, like, if you look at, like, you know, because, like, if you look at, like, me, like, if I did that shit, too, right? And I was talking about this, like, with some of my friends, and we're all, like, white dudes or whatever, and it's, like, aside from the whole, like, everyone thinks they're hard, like, type of conversation that we've had ad nauseum, but, like, even if I was in that spot, right, and I'm just, like, a white dude, and I rolled up with a fucking AR and popped three fucking people, like, they're not gonna be able to look at my past and be like, "Yo, he was in the police athletic league." Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he he fucking hung out with an army recruiter. They're gonna be like, "Uh, you follow dank leftist memes, thirteen, twelve? Uh, you're going to jail forever."
1: <laughs> I mean, Michael Ryanell, this mother, the dude, and I didn't know this about him. He had already been shot and stabbed like hella times at protests. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, "Why the fuck would you bring a gun?" And then I was like, "Oh, if you'd already been shot at and stabbed and shit, fuck yeah, I'd bring a tone." And then. When he finally claps one of these patriot prayer motherfuckers and then doesn't turn himself in for obvious fucking reasons, then it becomes a national manhunt to the point where the marshals lace him and almost hit like three innocent people in the crossfire.
0: So we need, we need to say who this dude is, because this is not someone related to Rittenhouse. Okay. And I saw people getting confused about the Rittenhouse shit and then the guy in Seattle shit. So these are two completely separate things. So the dude, what was his name? Uh, Michael Randell. So Michael Rinell was a guy who was involved in the Portland shit last summer and he bapped up a Patriot prayer dude. That
1: happened five days after Kyle Rittenhouse too, by the way.
0: Yeah. And then he fucking dipped. Now he dipped. And as soon as that shit popped off immediately, everybody knew who this dude was, right? There was like a manhunt for this guy. Because obviously the right wing and the cops are one and the same. They're bedfellow. They're all that stuff, um, and so it's it's it is what it is. Like again, it's a thing where you can be angry. You should be angry. Like the Rittenhouse verdict. You should be pissed. You shouldn't be surprised. Right. Pay attention. There is precedent in these events. Facts. Pay attention. You know, and so when that fucking Patriot Prayer chug got bapped up. They immediately knew who the fuck it was, and they dumped every resource available, off-duty cops, like fucking vigilante groups. They gave him donor treatment. Oh, they really, like, it was all over right-wing everything. Like, a manhunt was out for this dude. They rolled up to his house in Washington State, right? He lived in Washington State. I'm pretty sure. And so, yeah, so they rolled up to his fucking apartment complex, and like, they staked it out like the fucking the federal marshals, like every tier top to bottom of law enforcement showed up to avenge a patriot prayer guy and they lit him up they when he was like going to going to his car, right? Yeah,
1: he was. <clears throat> it was so crazy for the la- I'm, one of the last things that it's been a while since I read it, but like,
0: wasn't he like going to the store to get like Gatorade or something? It was like some really crazy shit where he just like walked out of his fucking apartment door. Yeah. And-
1: and there and was then like, just like there was people like some were
0: jumping out behind cars and shit. Yeah,
1: there was like some lady, like with her baby and shit, that was like, hmm. It was like three different people that almost got hit in a crossfire because they literally did not give a fuck. They were just, they wanted to go in there and, and spray him up and, and bag him, bag him and tag him.
0: No, this, like it's called this, this was, str- this was straight up just like, we're going to do it for Johnny, like stay go pony boy style, just like mm-hmm. straight up, like a battle cry for this like Patriot prayer dude. And they just started spraying into this fucking apartment complex, which like, Oh dude, I actually just forgot about this until just now. Some crazy shit like that happened to me when I was in Olympia, when I was in college, I lived in an apartment complex and it was like a bunch of different fourplexes, you know, like two on twos with like the little hallway in the middle. Yeah. And I was living at the end of one of the cul-de-sacs. It looked like a fucking, you know, like a four leaf clover type of deal like, a big, like, sunflower-looking type of thing where there's, like, the central circular bullshit and then there's all the different courts right. or whatever the like, fuck. the
1: like, the quad or whatever, I guess they want to call it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it was right, I think it was, like, technically in Lacey, like, right, like, north of, of Olympia or whatever the fuck. And so, like, I remember this shit clear as day now, which is fucking wild because I, like, I forgot about this because I forgot about the Seattle dude that got bapped up, R.I.P. Sheesh. And, like, right? And so, fucking, I was in my fucking apartment Like, it was early in the morning, too. It was, like, 11 o'clock or some shit. And, like, I just heard this, like, like, this loud fucking, like, ka-chunk outside, like, in the garages across the street. And then all of a sudden, I just heard all these sirens and then heard, like, three more, like, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunks. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? So I walked out of my fucking door to be like what's going on like is someone trying to break into the cars at like noon you know what i mean because like it's kind of like tweaker territory yeah and my fucking my upstairs neighbor sees me open the door and he just starts screaming at me to get back in my house and i was like what the fuck's going on so i get in my house and then he calls me and he's like yo there's a shootout down the street and i was like what the fuck and so i like like kind of like snuck up to his apartment and we were looking out like a window that was facing where all the action was. And there was like a car and then a bunch of cop cars, like wagon circled around it. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? And we didn't know what the fuck was up obviously. And then everything kind of like settled down and all these cops started like wandering around the apartment complex. And so my neighbor who was like the property manager for like our building kind of put his like fucking like local sheriff voice on and was like, uh, as a property manager, I need to know what's happening type of shit. And so it turns out that there's a dude who like got fired from his job who lived in our complex, like in our greater complex, and he was basically like, Cool, I'm gonna go kill myself now. And so he got fired from his job like morning sh- or like third shift or some stuff, like went to his favorite diner, like ate his last meal, told the waitress he was gonna go kill himself, and then like went home and he like had a kid and shit. Yeah, so falling he took down his gallant shit. Exactly. So he took his gun and he was parked in the fucking parking lot of the apartment building and like was sitting there with his fucking gun. And then the cop, like a single cop rolled up and was like, don't do it. Don't do it. And the guy's like, fuck you. I'm going to do it. And so he raised his gun up to his head, like blow his brains out. And then this fucking cop like fired three times into the car. What the fuck? Four times into the car. But then, or he fired once into the car. And then it went straight through both the windows and then, like, hit, like, the building across the fucking street from mine. And then when the dude didn't go down, he just shot, like, three more times into this fucking car and, like, hit the guy. But it, like, went through his, like, neck and shit. So it, like, just started spraying the fucking garages and stuff. Like, it, like, it's fucking wild. Like, dude, it's fucking insane, like, how reckless the police will be with firearms. And again. It truly is. It truly is it should it should make you mad but it should not make you surprised
1: right whether we're talking about uh Brianna Taylor or Keith Davis Jr or whoever like
0: the Breonna Taylor stuff is fucked up like i'm going to spit my hot take on that that was all about fucking uh, land that was all about property
1: oh yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised i don't know the details of that but
0: it's straight up is like, it's, like, some true detective shit. Like, I hope that they, like, adapt that story for, like, a really gritty, like, cop drama where it's, like, you know, they're trying to figure out why the department's so fucked and then they all end up getting, like, mysteriously killed. Like, oh, also, R.I.P. fucking Malcolm X's daughter. She was, was found dead I today. I just
1: wanted to, I was gonna get into that because I was gonna say, like, any reason you tell me will make sense to me because they, at the end of the day, they really don't need a reason. It happens for no reason most of the time anyway, so if it happens for a reason that's like almost a relief you know what i mean and it's like oh okay it's not just because they felt like they could and they wanted to so they did but yeah the
0: brianna yeah it's fucked but like the brianna taylor shit straight up is like the the pretty plausible reason that i have found that like kind of makes sense it might be a little tinfoil happen i don't give a fuck aside from just you know racist settler colonialism right. and the treatment of black people in America. Is that sh- they were living in low-income housing, and it was at a very desire. It was in an a desirable neighborhood in terms of future development, uh, but they needed to get everybody out of those buildings, and so people were like being held up. So then the cops were trying were trumping up charges on people to arrest them to kick them out of these essentially uh, like rent control okay. apartments, because as soon as they fucking got back, as soon as she got fucking murdered. And as soon as everyone else got taken out of those buildings, like there were speculators in there trying to like you know tear down, basically tear down the PJs and turn them in the condos. Right. That so it becomes sense. pretty transparent as to like because like, it was like a land grab thing because it's like um where the Brianna Taylor stuff happened. It like literally is like it's like some red line shit too. Like if you're from the Baltimore area, you can understand this completely. Where you'll have like a street. And one side, there's a fucking project building and dilapidated like row homes. And then on the other side, there's like very good school district, like $250,000, like, you know, row homes. The as city well. versus but the Same county. exact design. It, it, it's, it's literally just like fucking, it's uh, Midgovens versus fucking Roland Park. Okay. Like that kind of shit. Right. Where it's just straight up like you go across, like if you cross Ricerstown Road at this fucking intersection, you are in a different school district and those houses are worth a lot more money than they are over here. And that was like the Brianna Taylor shit. Like the difference between my understanding and of <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Honestly, like it, it was, it was that kind of shit where like the speculators are like, yo, that land's going to be worth something. And then, yeah, but then like the fucking Malcolm X's da- uh, you know daughter thing. Like I hope that people are aware that the, the people who were falsely accused of murdering Malcolm X were exonerated recently. That was a whole fucking thing. They finally let them off the fucking hook i think only one of them's still alive even yeah but they exonerated the two yeah they exonerated the two dudes who've been locked up and you know the fucking da was like we are sorry like the justice system normally works this time it didn't my bad y'all that shit is so crazy dog like (laughs) but again you shouldn't be surprised you should just be mad right because like Listen to fucking disadvantaged people who talk to you about how fucked up the system is. Right. You know, because it is, it's fucked up. And that's just like, how long was Eddie Conway? Like,
1: Eddie Conway was locked up for 40 years, right? For a murder. He yeah. Didn't, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 It's like you fucking, you, and What they had like, what, like at least three kids, like the marriage falls apart. Like your life is ruined off some shit. And you hear about these situations and they become hyperbolic because they are so fucking insane. Right. And, like, people, people view them as, like, metaphorical, but, like, no, like, it is possible and it fucking happens. Like, if you think that they can fucking fake, you know, uh, trump up charges and withhold evidence and, like, build a fake case off of these people who did not kill, like, Malcolm X and lock them up for 40-something years, do you not think that they would do the same thing to you if they want to develop your low-income apartment into condos? Or if they want to just, like, fill a quota so they'll say that your dime bag was an ounce right. or a fucking pound? Like the cops do this and then people talk about it and they look like they're paranoid and they look like they're lying and they look like they're, you know, making excuses. But like sooner or later, you have to fucking realize that this is the way America is. Like this is America.
1: Somebody explained it to me. uh, One of my viewers was saying it It was like the Charlie Day meme where it's him with the whiteboard and all the yarn on the Mm -hmm. pinpoints and look, that's what you look like trying to explain like dog whistles and microaggressions and shit to people is you look like the the Charlie Day meme, all crazy with the fucking yarn and the the darts and shit on the board.
0: But see, what you got to do is you got to be the like Charlie Day meme where you're huffing the paint and you're singing yeah. about spiders, <laughs> but instead you're <laughs> just singing about fucking Co Pro. <laughs> like you just got to do that and yeah, and just talk about fucking Contra and all that shit. But like, but nah, uh Malcolm X's daughter got fucking killed. Um, and it definitely is that shit because, is so um, sauce. That shit
1: is so sauce. I'm sorry if that's well.
0: A- you know goddamn why it's because she was the one of the you know biggest proponents of to reopen the case There's some fucked up shit reopen the case yeah. the government killed my fucking dad it's you so know, wild and- to me
1: how a lot like i was saying earlier a lot of these baby like leftists these sock dumbs and shit, have spent the last two weeks defending Carl rittenhouse and they'll first of all if they even know about malcolm x's daughter getting clapped they probably think it's won't. they won't
0: because that's just not going to be on fucking that'll be a footnote on fucking like cnn or like you mm-hmm. know like fucking like right. the majority report or whatever these like you know like these like like very first gen like three weeks into dsa like i said before like and you know and i make fun of dsa a lot but it is a good resource if you're trying to get in just don't get lost in the sauce because they're not the answer they're just like a decent stepping stone facts but like you know but like you when you get into all this like freshman year leftism stuff like you're not going to hear about fucking Malcolm X's daughter getting killed today. You're not going to, because there's too much sensationalist stuff that people are going to try and feed you in order to make you go to their like weird Trotskyist right. newspaper. You're going to get stuck in culture war
1: land for a while.
0: Oh, 100%. And don't feel bad about it. We all do. We all get stuck in it. Yeah. You just have to keep your head above water and then figure out what's actually important. To you can actually go there and not just like join the first weird, like personality cult. Based off of like a YouTuber or a Twitch streamer. I mean, unless it's like us. We're the only correct. <laughs>
1: only <ones>. us. But
0: <laughs> only us. We're the only ones that will save you. Maybe Hassan. I can promise you salvation for five dollars a month. Um, <laughs> but but not like I I don't think that, that there's really going to be a lot of like constructive conversations about the murder of Malcolm X's daughter. And I'm calling her Malcolm X's daughter because I don't have her name in front of me, and I don't want to like say. Uh, it I want to say I it's her last Ilya, is it
1: Ilya Shabazz. I think that was or no, it's Malika. I'm sorry. Mc-
0: yeah, Malika. I was like, I thought it was Michaela. Yes, yeah, Malika Shabazz, R.I.P. To a real one. Um, at least you know, and I'm gonna. And this might sound fucked up. At least she lived to be kind of older. She was like what, forty five or fifty?
1: Yeah, that's like, in, in revolutionary years. That's fucking ancient.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you are an elder statesman of like revolutionary politics if you lived to be, you know, that long. I mean, God, like imagine if like you know if Noam Chomsky was actually interesting politically, he wouldn't live to be like the fucking right. hundred years old it right. is now. But like Hampton was 21. I don't even know if he was that old. Was he? Could he legally drink?
1: I don't even remember. I know he was for, he was 15 when he first uh,
0: was in the Panthers. He might've been, he might've been 21, like right around 21. But yeah, no, if you're an actual revolutionary who like does work and get shit done. Like if you don't get arrested really young, you're going to get killed really young. I mean, like look at Angela Davis, you know what I'm saying? She's still most wanted woman woman in America. I'm
1: sorry. I'm thinking of, uh, I was thinking of Asada Shakur.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, still like both of them, like they, I mean, they're, uh, Shakur, she she just died, right? Did she die? I don't know. I know she's cause I actually.
1: know there was a thing going around like a, a year or two ago about how crazy it was that she's still an FBI most wanted list.
0: I mean, that might've been the thing that she comes up in the news. It really becomes a thing where like you become so old that anytime I see your name, I'm just like, oh man, like, are you, are you dead? Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> um I'm trying to find uh his mom's yeah Asada Shakur. um is she still alive
1: I thought Yeah and so. she is
0: she is wanted by the FBI 2 million dollar reward
1: 2 million on her now crazy Yep like, she's been big posted up in Cuba
0: Yeah it's um good for her she got fucking out um she, yeah cuz that is Yeah, she was convicted of first-degree murder of a state trooper on the New Jersey Turnpike in 1973. I
1: don't think that was actually confirmed high-key, though. Like, I don't think she legit did that shit. And even if she did that shit, it is what it is.
0: Wait, 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 wait. What are you saying? Are you saying that they lied about uh, revolutionaries' crimes in order to put them in jail? Yo, you better fucking check yourself, yo. (laughs) Yeah, no, obviously, like. There's a very good chance that she didn't. Yeah, do that, I don't but. think
1: she did it, but if she did do it it is what it is. RIP Chris Dorner.
0: It's like Yeah, oh yeah, you can't corner the Dorner. Dorner Tactical baby. Um on that note, let's end it. Um <laughs> thank you guys very much for listening. Um we will be having regular episodes again. Thanks for sticking with us and being patient during our little hiatus, but regular episodes are now back in a thing. We back. Um, if you like to show... We back. If you like to show, please like and subscribe. Um, you can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us a five-star review, please. Um, and then, aside from that, we have a Patreon, five bucks a month. Gets you an extra episode every week. Um, tell your friends. People have been. We've been getting more listeners, even though we have taken a little time off. The hiatus is over. Um, you can find... Uh, the Bolsheviks on social media on all the sites from there you can find all of our individual profiles being myself Kevin and Andrew you can find me everywhere at Lord Hooper Andrew just started reactivating all of his stuff so he's like future sucks and Mandutron says respectively on everything Mm. and then you want to go on and do your plugs
1: Uh, yeah I'm Endless Cemetery pretty much everywhere except uh, Endless Cemetery games on Facebook and EndlessCemetery.jpg on Instagram you can find all that stuff on EndlessCemetery.com and uh, yeah that's about it
0: Oh yeah. All right. Bye guys. Have a good Thanksgiving. Be safe, please. Thanks. Hey, we have to do a little edit. Um <laughs> we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> we got the wrong Shakur. Um, it's okay. I'll just say that I'm I'm racist. You 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 can wipe the slate clean on this one, Kev. Um yeah, I Afini just sh- out. You said it, not me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Afini Shakur is uh is Tupac's mom. Um yeah, the the person who we were we were talking about earlier, um Asada Shakur. Um is not Tupac's mother, um so yeah that was a per- uh, yeah Asada Shakur is the one who is still on the FBI's most wanted list, uh two million dollar reward all that stuff, um Afeni Shakur is um she was also a revolutionary Bible. but that is Tupac mom, uh, she's part of the Black Panther Party all that stuff but yeah that's Tupac's mom, uh, she is not wanted by the uh, by the FBI for two million dollars, um she is still very much doing stuff and uh, and hanging out, um yeah because she like. She's still pretty active in like everything, right? Like she's still like Is around. She, I
1: haven't I I haven't really followed
0: Mommy. She writes, doesn't she like write stuff? Like she does shit. Like she's still um whatever. Well, no, she doesn't do anything now because she's, she's she she died in 2016, actually. God damn, we're really bad at this.
1: <laughs> I, I was gonna I knew she died, but I didn't I didn't wanna <laughs> yeah. This she did been an, write shit for a minute
0: though. This has been an awesome episode we're really showing how how smart we are. Yeah. No. Afeni Shakur is dead. That was Tupac's mom. Um, Posada still alive. Probably in Cuba. Not Tupac's mom. She's the one who's uh, got the two million dollar bounty. So, bye. <laughs>